0: on Radio 1 91 FM. Tēnā koto i ahi ahi. These are Radio 1 Te Reo Ire Kotahi news headlines for Taite Tahi o Aperera. Ko Quintan tēnei. Dunedin bus drivers took to the streets this morning outside the Waka Kotahi New Zealand Transport Agency headquarters on Moray Place, protesting for better wages. The protest was organised by the Dunedin Tramways Union, which is the union for bus drivers in Otipoti, and First Union, the union behind the Bus fare campaign, which saw around 120 bus drivers in Waikato refusing to charge customers to protest their low wages. According to the Dunedin Tramways Union, drivers were promised the living wage from July 1st 2020 in the Otago Regional Council's annual plan, which was released on the 22nd of June 2020. Then, on September 12th, Minister of Transport at the time, Phil Twyford, announced that Waka Kotahi had agreed to progressively implement the living wage as a minimum base pay rate for bus drivers. However, according to the Dunedin Tramways Union, until today, most bus drivers were on, or barely on, $20 an hour. As of today, all drivers will have to be paid at least $20 an hour, as a result of the minimum wage increase from $18.90 per hour. This, however, is still below the living wage of $22.10 an hour, and the Dunedin Tramways Union is not yet sure when this living wage that they've been promised will come into effect. Despite criticism from figures in the business industry surrounding the minimum wage increase, the Dunedin Tramways Union called this a win for bus drivers, believing that all workers in New Zealand deserve the right to be paid a livable wage. So it's around trying to get drivers locally uh, getting paid at least the living wage. Yeah. Cool. So you know... How much living wage is $22.10. Currently, and I think it's actually due to be recalculated today, guys, eh? But I haven't yet seen it on the website, yep. but yeah. And so, how much are bus drivers paid at the moment then? Um. So, I think we've said in the article it's most uh, close to the minimum wage. So, I'm just trying to remember. So the ones I'm aware of are around twenty-one sixty-three an hour. Yeah. Yep. Anyone else?
1: So, just within a dollar or so of the minimum wage now, but of course we're glad for the sake of many workers that the minimum wage has gone up today um, and it's now snapping at the heels of typical bus drivers wages Yeah, and it's not that we think bus drivers should always earn more than other people on the minimum wage but we we think think that we're really everybody should be on the living wage the living wage is calculated to be enough for anyone in Aotearoa to live on and to actually get ahead in life and you know and so many people are paid less which is just unjust it's just unfair
0: over half of the students who entered the lottery for tickets to the Hyde Street Party missed out as the infamous Otipoti Street Party returns for 2021. According to Jason Schroeder, Otago University Students Association Events and Venues Operation Manager, 4,694 people entered the first lottery for tickets, of which 1,922 people were winners. Not all of the people who were successful in this first lottery ended up purchasing a ticket, however, meaning that 822 others were offered tickets in the Second Chance Lottery. 2020 residents of Hyde Street were also offered tickets to this year's Hyde Street party alongside the residents of Hyde Street in 2021 to make up for the fact that they missed out last year due to the COVID-19 lockdown. Some students expressed their frustrations with the lottery system, with one student on the U.O.O. meaningful confessions page saying, Me and my mates are in fourth year and we haven't even been to hide because in our second year our group was unsuccessful and in third year there was COVID, so that ruled out our chances too. And yep, you guessed it, our group missed out again this year. I'm so triggered that these little second year gremlins, basically freshers, get to go to Hyde the first time they were successful, when I'm fourth year and it doesn't look like I'll ever get to go to Hyde. They then called upon OUSA to give third and fourth year students priority over second years in the lottery system. The elusive sign-up club held another BYO last night, this time at the Maharajas on Great King Street. This comes after their last BYO, held at Taste of Tandoor, resulted in the club being banned from returning. Dubbed the world's biggest BYO, it had an attendance of over 100 people and 576 responses on the Facebook group before it went ahead, which attracted the attention of the Dunedin City Council to ensure that the event ran smoothly. In a statement from the sign-up club, they said, We had over 100 people signed up tonight, and the establishment made us sign up with their bouncer to use the toilets so that we were accountable. (laughs) Apparently someone was saying we were going to trash the toilets. Fox Mayer spoke to Radio 1 about the BYO last night. Um, Okay, so it it was pretty seamless, honestly. I reckon that everybody was happy, everyone had a good time. Um... Dave killed it behind the counter and so did all of his staff. They did an amazing job. Everybody came in. There was this massive line out the door. Dave was taking people's orders on the way in. You'd take your order, you'd sit down, there was live music and about half an hour later, they brought a hundred curries out of the kitchen. I don't know how they made them all that quickly, but they they smashed it. Yeah. And what was the DCC doing? <laughs> I don't think anybody, anybody official actually showed up, but Dave and staff checked everyone's IDs, gave everyone a stamp, and in case anything had gone wrong, they would have had all the precautions in place to take care of it. Sign Up Club is now the largest club on campus and boasts over thirty-seven hundred members in its Facebook group. In Nayane, Te wamo Te Ho Now, time for the weather. Brought to you by Molly Kate Mullen. The Radio One Ninety One FM Weather. Today is looking to be a fine day with northeasterly winds developing this morning and a high of 19 degrees moving into the afternoon. High cloud increasing in the evening as we drop down to 12 degrees overnight. And now, sustainability at Radio 1. It's Sustainability Week here at Radio 1. This week I had the pleasure of speaking to Nick Page, the president of the Otago University Brewers Association, about the benefits of brewing your own beer. Only 40% of the glass in the United States that is put into the single stream recycling actually gets recycled, so by using the bottles themselves, the Brewing Association is able to cut out the middleman and ensure that these bottles live another day. Similarly, by brewing their own beer, members of the Brewers Association are able to cut transport out of the equation, reducing their carbon footprint further. Here's Nick Page for more information about brewing your own beer. So, um, how easy is it to make beer at home? Oh, it's pretty damn easy, actually. So, yep. um, actually, I'll come show you. <sighs> so here um, so
1: where we store the so we've got like, a whole bunch here, and most of them are people doing the first time brewing. So, cool, it can be just as easy as just buying a kit, getting a plastic bucket. You don't even need the um, thing attached to it, and you can just ferment one of those as long as you just keep everything clean. But at the moment, we're trying to move away from plastic. for well, because I know there's probably a concerned about microplastics getting into well um, people's food, into the food train supplies. So, yeah, we're trying to move to stainless steel, also, they're better and last a lot longer as well. Yeah, and then we yeah we do recycle our own bottles. So part of the issue is just trying to get enough. Yeah, but we for whatever bottles you drink, they've got that they can be recapped like this one.
0: How many times could you reuse a bottle? Oh, as many as you want. Yeah. Yeah, So just as long as you keep it clean, it can be reused again and again and again. Yeah. Awesome. And how much would one of those starter kits be for someone looking to get into it? Uh, One of the kits here, depends if
1: if you just want to, yeah, while you're in plastic plastic fermenter, it's as much as you can get a plastic bucket. Um, You can buy a plastic bucket, but if you want to buy one through a brew shop, they do mark up
0: the price a bit. So mine, these probably cost about 50 bucks. Yep. Yeah, but then they can be used for about five years. Excellent. Um, And the weirdest thing you've ever seen beer made from? Weirdest
1: thing I've ever seen beer made from?
0: Um, beer itself is
1: made mostly from grain, so you can do a whole bunch of cool stuff with grain. You can got one here. You can smoke it as well. Oh yeah. 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 Um, but if you want, you can add a whole bunch of weird stuff to it. People, it's quite common to add honey to beer as well. Um, you can uh, add some mold to it as well. Get, like making blue cheese, you can sour it through mold growth as well. So yeah, those are some pretty cool weird things you can do with beer. Perfect.